gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See husqvarna.ie. Porrick Horkin, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Anton. How are you? We come into winter, Porrick. Are we starting the phase of growing indoors? Well, growing indoors and growing outdoors as well. Like we said last week, Anton, September and autumn is really nature's time to plant out of doors. And so really at this time of year, I'm planting things like fruit trees. We're planting hedges at the moment, rose trees. So soil conditions right through September and into early October are still very, very warm and we're still getting the moisture. So it's really good planting weather out of doors. And last week we mentioned the the spring flowering bulbs, you know, people will be planting those right through the next five to six weeks and indeed planting colour in patio pots and containers, things like winter pansies and winter violas. So we continue to plant out of doors, but you're also thinking about inside as well. And of course, indoor plants in particular, um, they need to be looked after at this time of year to give us a bit of colour in our homes over the winter period. You mentioned fruit trees. Can you give us recommendations for fruit trees that aren't a decade-long commitment before they start to produce? Okay, strawberries are probably one of the easiest. And I always say the child that grows a strawberry eats a strawberry. So one of the best ways to get children eating their five a day is actually to get them planting things like strawberry plants, blueberries. There's a lovely pink variety of blueberry, if that makes sense, called pink lemonade. And that's the one I encourage children to grow because it produced these beautiful pink berries that are very, very sweet and easy to grow. Raspberries, if you plant them at this time of year, will fruit next summer and autumn. So many of our fruiting plants fruit as young plants. So within one to two years, you're actually getting fruit from them. Apple trees, pears, cherries and plums, they can take a couple of seasons. But here's a little bit of advice. If you want apples by planting a tree this year but for next summer, there's a, a family of apple trees called the Coronet family, about 13 or 14 different varieties, Anton, in the range. And if you plant them this autumn, they will actually produce fruit next summer. So that's the variety to look for, the Coronet family of apple trees. They're very compact, perfect for growing in pots on your patio. I have a couple on my patio for the last number of years, and they're reliably fruit every year. So look out for those. But a great time of year for planting fruit in the garden. If you already have a fruit tree, let's take apple as a case in point, is now the time to harvest? And if so, are you immediately into jams, chutneys and pies, or is there a way to store the apples? Well, I like to eat them straight from from the from the tree, Anton. And and apple trees mature at different times of the of the of the autumn. So early varieties like Beauty of Bath, we've collected those already. They're ready in July. Later varieties like Bramley Seedling, you know, the Donegal apple, that won't be ready for at least another three to four weeks. The easy way to check your apples, and I would check them about once, every, check them every week from now on, is simply to clasp the fruit in your hand, give it a twist, and if it comes away from the tree, it's ready to harvest. Um, if, if you've got varieties that are going to take a couple of weeks yet, my advice is to put a bit of netting over those because the birds are going to take them on the tree if you don't um, protect them. So check your trees, check the apple trees at least once a week and simply just do that little twist. Many apples will store really well, like Bramley seedling. It'll store for several months inside as long as you wrap them up in newspaper and keep them in a cold, dark location like a, a garage or a spare room where there's no artificial heat. They'll store perfectly well. Lots of questions as always, Porik. Uh, one very specific. I have a bed in my garden with olive trees and lavender. 
Neither do very well as I believe the soil is too rich and not free draining enough. Would Porrick Mm. advise me to mulch with the gritty soil? And if yes, could he advise me when and what product to use? Okay, so what you need, so two two plants, olives and lavender are Mediterranean plants. And we get this question nearly every week, Anton, about lavender. Lavender needs free draining soil, gritty, sandy, impoverished soil. That's where it grows in the Mediterranean just really well. It also needs a bright, sunny location. So my advice is always to add plenty of gravel and grit into the soil when you're planting both olives and lavender. So rather than just mulching, putting a layer of mulch on the top of the plants. You need actually to lift those plants, put in some gravel into the soil. That'll help to impoverish the soil as well, which is exactly the conditions that both lavender and olive trees need it. Now, having said all that, lavender can be difficult to grow in Ireland because of our wet conditions. And the two plants that I would recommend in preference is a lovely, a lovely Nepeta called Parisian Blue. It only grows 18 inches high. It looks like lavender, but it grows really so easy in our garden soils. And there's another lovely shrub called Peroskia Blue Spire, which is in flower at the moment. Uh, it's called Russian Sage. And it's, again, it's got that lovely lavender blue flowers. And both the Nepeta and the Peroskia are available in garden centres at the moment and they're loved by our pollinators. They're loved by the bees and you'll find them so much easier to grow than lavender. Interesting one here saying, with the leaves and grass clippings from my garden, is this a good time to start a compost area in my garden? And if so, where is the best place to locate it? Okay, so it's an excellent time to to start making garden compost because the leaves are going to be falling. You're you're still going to be trimming all your the grass for the next couple of weeks, and of course, all green material from your home, the vegetable peels, um, tea leaves, and so on, can be used. Anything that will come cost that will break down over the winter period is ideal for a compost heap. My advice is to get a little compost bin. You'll get it in your local garden centre. Uh, put in different material when you're making compost. So don't just put in all grass clippings. Use a variety of different materials and get yourself a little box of garotta. It's a granulated uh, material that helps to accelerate the breakdown of compost. So put a sprinkle of that every time you put in a layer of compostable material. And if you start composting now, Anton, you will have beautiful compost by March and April of next year, exactly the right time that we're looking for compost for our pots and containers. So it's a great time. Porrick, as ever, you're a gentleman. Thank you so much. Thanks, Anton. Porrick Horkin, and that's pretty much it for us this morning. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.